Okay, true or false, in some parts of the world, it is considered to be rude to speak to someone with your hands in your pocket. True or false, ma'am? True. Ding, ding, ding. And where do you think the main part one is? Think about it. The, what, what, what country do you think is? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, it's in Japan. Okay. Speaking to someone while keeping your hands in your pocket is considered to be very, very rude. See, another thing, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. It doesn't say why? No, it's just, it's, it's, just, it's just considered in Japan, especially. I don't know. Okay, who's been patiently waiting? Uh, Where are we at? Yes, we have Kathy, and her dog likes to eat dirt. Yeah, dirt eater. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you have, and how old? A uh, 15-and-a-half-year-old Jack Russell. A uh, 15-and-a-half-year-old? Okay, yes. and he just started eating dirt? Yeah, about in the last month or two. Okay, okay. Uh, what diet yeah. do you have him on? Uh, he's on a raw diet, uh, freeze-dried, some frozen. Oh, look at you. Um, and mix up the you know the flavors and the good, brands look at a little you. bit. Um, okay. I give him lots of you know, raw fruits and vegetables. Oh, and look at you. I'm impressed. That's why you got a 15 and a half. Okay, but just, <laughs> yeah. if it just started, um, then usually when they eat dirt, a lot of times they could be miss, missing some minerals in their diet, a uh-huh. mineral indeficiency. And they, they got, uh, they, dogs have an uh, uh, insane, uh, if they're missing something in their diet, okay, they can get it from nature. All right. right. That's why some will lick, uh, when they're low on iron, they'll, they'll lick rusty things. All right. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, there, uh, there's, when's the last time you had a blood draw and had his uh, kidneys, liver, and all that taken, uh, checked out? Uh I think probably in the last year or so. Okay. Because what you want to do, what I would do is, um, let's see, because you can look that up. Like go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Okay. Or uh, com, And you can put, send a question to those guys and see if they've done an article on it, a dog that eats dirt. Because usually okay. that sometimes means, even though you have a wonderful diet, as we get older, things don't retain you know like maybe by adding um some probiotics you know some high level probiotics and some some digestive enzyme before you start spending money on vet bills and just see if that does it you know mix it in sometimes you have to double what they tell you you know for like a week or two and then go back to normal and you usually Mm -hmm. when i do add the probiotics and the digestive enzymes um that uh I'm trying to think. I see too many things pop into my head now. Because uh, okay, the, you, what happens is that um, I, I, you know, I'll do it for four weeks solid, and then do it go to doing it like a couple times a week. Okay. okay. Now another thing that might be interesting here is uh, if you go to springtimeinc.com, uh, they mm-hmm. have what's called longevity. It mm-hmm. has spirulina and a whole bunch of cool stuff in it. That that okay. might be something to add to the diet. It has the greens and such like that. Okay, okay, so by adding a little bit more, as as much as what you're feeding, sometimes you know they're they're just lacking something, and that's what triggers, you know, uh, because as we get older, things don't get processed or absorbed as well, you mm-hmm. know, and such like that. So then we have to add it, you know, uh, okay. to help help them through it. So that's okay. what I would try that and see if that makes a difference where he's not eating dirt anymore. Because that okay. tells you definitely there's something disruptive as you know in his gut that he's trying to find in nature, all right. Mm-hmm. But by going okay. to the two websites and just say my dog, my 15 and a half year old dog, just started eating dirt. Any suggestions? 
So, okay. but but I got a feeling it has to do with probiotics and digestive enzymes at first. Try that. Okay. Okay. I do give him, you know, a, a couple capfuls of apple cider vinegar and okay, I give good. him pumpkin and things like that. Okay. So, okay. But yeah. But okay. See, so, yeah, no, because um, now how how much apple cider do you do? Apple cider vinegar daily. Yes, I okay. use two capfuls. Two capsules. Brag. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would back off on that a little bit. Okay. Okay, because too much a good thing is uh, is not good. Because uh, in the human world, they tell us, you know, to put like a tablespoon in an eight ounce glass of water. I okay. can't do that. I uh, have to either. put. I have to take the tablespoon and slam it, and then drink my water. And I uh, guess it's not that. It, it's it can have some side effects when you do it that way. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but and so the thing is, is that I did learn that too much sometimes with the apple cider vinegar is not good. So maybe what you want to do is back down on that. Maybe just give them a half a capsule, you know, a couple dribbles, you know, okay. but not as much. But I would go lean towards the probiotic and the digestive enzymes. And then check out that longevity at Springtime Inc. And then okay. it, you know, ask those two, and then tell me what you find as far as okay. if you you know when you're out there, so we can help other people listening. Okay. All right. I'll okay. Do that. Well, good. And thank you for taking such good care of your pupper, fifteen and a half, <laughs> and I'm impressed. Yeah, it's, it's been worth it. He's lost both eyes now due to glaucoma, and oh. he brought a lot of joy to my life. So oh. I owe him. Oh wow, that is so cool. That that makes my heart mm-hmm. sing. Okay, kid. Well, you keep us posted on what you find, so we can share it with others. Okay. Great. Thanks, Take Katie. care. Bye bye. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. So, you know, my Gilligan's starting to go deaf. Yeah. It's a blessing. And, well, this time he is a blessing. Oh, okay. the, um, uh, he's not totally deaf. He's going deaf. Uh, because he used to, when a gun went off, he'd be like, you know, in the next state. Oh, okay. okay? He was one of those, oh my God, I'm going to die. Okay. So, so now this morning, last night, somebody popped a gun behind us. Didn't even turn his head. Wow. And I'm like, it, and I'm, it does my heart good that he, you know, He's not upset about that. Yes. Anymore. And same That's with like a positive. Yeah. But you know, the other thing is, is he used to hear, I'd hit the foot first footstep coming downstairs and bam, he'd be, where are you going? <laughs> and so it's like, now I could get all the way down out the door and I look and he still doesn't even know I left. And it's like, well, oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Who's, oh, we've got to run. Let, do you want to run yeah, early? Why don't we run early and then okay. come in? If you guys got, got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, let's see what other one do I want to do here. Okay. True or false? Fortune cookies were invented in China. True or false? Fortune cookies are invented in China. We'll be back. All right. Hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. True or false? Fortune cookies were invented in China. I'm gonna say false. Yeah, very good. Okay, you ready for this? this is a long expedition on this one. Okay, <laughs> gotta move. Gotta move my mic. Gotta get under the light so I can see. Okay, where am I at here? Okay, what do I? Wait a minute. Yeah, look for fortune. Okay, okay, there we go. Okay, you ready? Okay, recent experience suggests that for. Um, True cookies originally, um, let's see, fortune cookies, there we go, originally uh, was in Japan, made of sesame and miso, M-I-S-O, like tiramisu. Uh, Fortune crackers held the paper fortunes in the outer fold of the treat. So it was Japan that started them. Oh, okay. Okay. I had a feeling that, you know, I didn't think it came from China, that Japan would be the more... I would think. Yeah, cool. Oh, well. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. 
Okay, so give a holler, 651-641-1071. And who's up? Who's Our, been patiently waiting? Yes, we have Mary on the line. Okay, Mary, thank Hello. you for Thank you for hanging on. Good afternoon. On. Good afternoon. And what, Katie, I have listened to you for many, many, many years. <laughs> well, thank you, hey, thank you, thank you. Love you. Thank and you. And I wish I would have listened when you go, do not get two puppies <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, double the fun, double the trouble. <laughs> oh, German Shepherds. Oh, no. Trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They ate my slippers. They oh. ate my, you know, yep. cords for my laptop. Oh, they yeah. Every, every, everything. How old are they so, now? Well, I rehomed them. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. When okay. they were like three years old. Oh, okay. To a nice couple that had 14 acres. Nice. Landscape company. Oh, nice. Because I was traveling. I lived in a suburban house. It wasn't fair to them. Okay. Well, it takes more love to give something up than it does to give it. So I commend you. To your point, do not (laughs) do puppies. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Big day. And I wish I would have listened to you. I wish I would have heard that. They were so naughty. Yeah. Naughty. One doesn't think of, the other one does. And then if there's an oh. accident, you don't know who did it. And so, yeah, it's, it's craziness. It really is. Oh, it was like a pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what, that's what they have. One dog is a dog. Two dogs is a pack. Yep. Yep. You got yeah. that right. Yep. And I've got a 300 pounds of German Shepherd running at me. Yeah. <laughs> Better don't, like, don't lock your knees. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, heavens. Yeah. No so, kidding. That's all I'm saying, and oh. I wish I would have listened to you <laughs> well, I thank years you. ago. Yeah. Did you ever get another dog because then or anything? The what? Did you get another dog or anything? Uh, no, I've got I've got cats. Okay. And we had cats when dogs were there. Okay. So there when go. the the friend was talking about moving cats, yeah. I moved from Minnesota to South Carolina. Okay. I had four cats at oh, the Lord. time. Okay. And how did they go? In call? the car with my daughter. Oh, Jesus. And they're all like, meow, 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 meow. And my daughter's like, oh, heavens. They didn't Can do they that. please stop? And I'm like. Did so they do it the whole time? Cats, yes. They, they did it all. But go ahead. Because sometimes if you're on for on the road for about an hour, hour and a half, then they, they you know, they calm down. But then if you stop for gas or something like that, and <laughs> sometimes you have to start all over again. So it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you made it there Absolutely. and all was right. But, you know, to your point, do not get two puppies from the same litter. Uh, well, the same litter doesn't make any difference if they're from the same litter. It's two puppies at the same age, you know, that are the same age level. You could have a Chihuahua and a Great Dane. You know what I mean? Uh, so it doesn't have to do with litter mates. It just has to do with two pups at the same time in a story, no matter what breed they are. Oh, they were naughty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Naughty. Oh, all puppies are naughty. Naughty? Naughty. Remember, they got the attention span of a gnat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they eat everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a puppy stool. So, Especially, like I say. To your point, it's yeah. like, do not get two <laughs> puppies at the same time, people. There you go. Thank you for reiterating that so that people know yeah. it's just not me spouting off at the mouth. <laughs> I know. You Love actually. You. And I still live. All the time. Well, thank you. You actually lived the kind of nightmare <laughs> of having yeah. two pups. Yeah. yeah. I lost 
everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, all right, that's gone. That's gone. Oh, cell phone charger. Oh, laptop charger. Oh, <laughs> clippers. Oh. Yeah. No, it's crazy. No, she really because is. German shepherds are naughty anyway. Oh, they're so smart. They get bored. And when they get bored, they become, you know, imps. They get into things because, they, you know, they've got all this thought and nobody's using it. And so it's just kind of like, well, I'll go make my own fun. And unfortunately, their fun isn't what you call fun. And that's what happened. Well, and we've got two of them. Mm-hmm. See, they always pick on, they pick, remember, dogs pick on um, the things that you last touched. Uh, some people say, well, how can we eat the corner of the couch? I said 10 to 1 as you were leaving that you brushed against that couch so your scent was heaviest on that corner of the couch. Or you sat in there to put your shoes on or something like that. And so then whatever you're, like I say, when a bored dog is, you know, gets into mischief. And so that's why they always pick on, like, you know, the cores. You're plugging things in and out. Your scent is heavy on that. Glasses, hearing aids, you know, uh, smartphones, all those kind of things, gizmos and gadgets. That That's what they pick on is the, where your scent is the heaviest, the freshest. Well, what it is. and the funniest thing, and I've got to share this, I have cats. Mm-hmm. And so... Cats with claws. Mm-hmm. So my one German Shepherd would be sucking on the tail of my black cat. <laughs> I'm like, you're messing with the wrong cat. Uh-huh. And he would keep doing that. I'm like, you're messing with the wrong cat. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, Booba Kitty, the black cat, whoosh, yeah, right across the nose. Uh-huh. <laughs> and did he learn then? Well, he did, and I hear, burp, 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 yep. burp, and yep. I'm like, okay, uh, hello, I told you. Yeah, 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 no, it's, yeah, uh, the writing's <laughs> on the wall, writing's on the wall. And I just laugh. Yeah. But no, I listen to you every weekend oh, that I can. You. Thank you. And love you. Oh, thank so, you. I appreciate that. Thank you for yeah. your kind words. Okay. And thank you for appreciate sharing what you it. went Talk through. Yeah, people actually know that, yeah, double the fun, double the trouble. So Yeah. Okay. Well, enjoy your kiddo, your kittens, your wittens, mittens, whatever. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Yep, she, sometimes they know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a lot. Wow. But see, it has to do with the puppies because the puppies will bond to each other and not to you. Or if you bring a pup home, you know, I think you've been on the air long enough with me that if you bring a pup home and an existing dog, yes. if you don't do it right, the pup will bond to the existing dog or to the other pup, and then you become secondary, not primary. And so everybody thinks, well, I'll get two puppies because then they'll play with each other right. and they'll stay yep. out of my hair. Yeah, 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 I'll play with each other. And then they also find double the stuff to get into. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that day you are no longer in uh, to the, you know, the situation. So, yeah, not double the fun, no. If you're going to get a puppy, you wait till you, and you have an adult, uh, an existing dog, you wait for that dog to get his manners placed because they do learn good things from other dogs as well as bad things. But then you bring the new puppy in, and then the puppy's going to be tied to the humans in there. So he has to get to learn who they are. And he can go a couple of times a day to go play with the existing dog, but that's when you have to be the the referee so that if the puppy is hanging off the lip, you know, hanging off the ear, the tail, the leg, whatever, yeah. you know, you call the pup, you know, put the leash back on the pup and get him out of that situation. You got to, a lot of people have the mindset, well, that dog, when he's had enough, he'll, you know, put him in his place. Sure. That's not that existing dog's job to do. 
You're the one that brought that pup in. You mm. have to be the leader. You have to be this <laughs> rule setter and the follow tour. <laughs> but a lot of people don't do that. And then they wonder why all of a sudden the, uh, the existing dog is, you know, hiding because he doesn't want to be around that pup. Oh, yeah. Or that existing dog all of a sudden is turned into Cujo and he's going to mm-hmm. hurt the pup mm-hmm. because there's all oh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was going to. Yeah, it might involve a vet bill. <laughs> and sure, yeah. So, no, you don't need to go that route. You know, just like if you have two-legged kids, you know, you bring one in, a new one in. You know, like with Rock, <laughs> Rockney, the third uh, youngest, and then Audrey, who was two, Rockney's four. But when Audrey first come ho- home, uh, Rockney, uh, when it was time to go night-night, <laughs> tell my, my daughter, uh, put Audrey outside. <laughs> put Audrey outside. <laughs> He wouldn't do nothing, wouldn't touch her, wouldn't, really? well, they wouldn't to take pictures. Audrey had to be on one side, he had to be on the other side. Yeah. Because all the group in between, he didn't want nothing to do with Audrey. Mm. Uh, he's gotten a lot better. They do things together yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. at the very beginning, put Audrey outside. Can you imagine a two-year-old <laughs> oh telling him, the mom to put Audrey outside, oh. you know, when Audrey is just born, you know? Yeah. It's just but it, it is what it is. Well, they might be, you know, grow up to be real close, you yeah. know? Oh, they put, they're starting to play yeah. nice yeah. together and such like that, so... It's pretty good. It's the change. Some people don't like the change. No, I know. I know what it is. It's crazy. But once again, if you missed the top of the first hour, it's deer hunting week. So if you're going to be out and about, you know, walking your dogs, like through, you know, paths and parks and uh, or just go for a tour of a woods because uh, there's a lot of bow hunters out there also. Please wear some orange uh, wear even just orange hat or orange vest, you know, fluorescent. And now fluorescent pink is also, you can also use that. And then um, with your dog, I would put either a, a fluorescent orange uh, collar on them. So in case they get loose from you and they're running through the woods, somebody doesn't take them as, you know, a lot of some of those deer hunters are a little trigger happy. Whether it's with a bow or with a the gun, they just hear the rustling of the leaves or the bending of the grass. And sometimes they, you know, they what they think they see, especially if you have like a great Dane that's fawn colored, <laughs> could look like a deer. <laughs> yeah. So you ought to really pay attention um, uh, or just stay in the cities and don't go country walking until after deer hunting season. So, but I, so I just want to reiterate that. And then I also want to reiterate get out and vote Tuesday. Get out and vote. Okay. You know, if you don't, if you don't vote, then don't say, anything don't complain don't do nothing because it takes us to get out and vote to make change happen and so the only way change is going to happen is if you get your little butts out there and vote so and sorry i get off my soapbox i just sort of maybe not we'll see we'll see if i remember at the end of the hour <laughs> but anyway and yeah the kim uh, my kim kim sandra and my uh all the kids are in they came in thursday night and now they'll be staying until this whole week oh you got a full house the, oh. <laughs> Honest, so it's really fun. Uh, yeah, you know, Ed, uh, uh, Audrey is she's just a love. She's two, and um, I got her a baby doll where the eyes close, open, close. Oh, yes, and you know, and I, 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 so many kids are fascinated that the eyes, you know, they take their fingers and they <laughs> up and down, up yeah. and down, you know, type thing. So they're just fascinated mm-hmm. with that. So I was teaching her how to. I got one of those bottles when you tip it up, the milk goes. You know, fancy. Do you yeah. remember that though? Yes. When your kids was like, "Where? Oh, the baby drank it." You know, and so <laughs> then the, you know, my mom would take it and then put it up. Then oh, we filled it up again. <laughs> you know, but the kids are just fascinated that when you tilt, 
they're they're like this watching where's where's it going <laughs> it's so funny so i was teaching her how to feed the baby you know hold oh, the baby nice. to feed it and then she had to you know put it on her shoulder to burp oh, it pat cute. it pat it pat it yeah i had to put a blanket on it <laughs> and so it's just a 12 inch doll you know baby doll yeah it's got the rubber head rubber arms but the body soft body and then of course we had to get some dresses of course we could trade change the outfit but so yeah, but and personally, I, when I was a kid, I hated dolls. Really? So I, I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing great <laughs> doing this baby doll thing, but you know, because like I said, I was not into dolls. I was, I did have one doll. They named her Horrible Hannah, and the reason why is if you saw a picture of this doll, um, her name was Horribly. Horrible Hannah. <laughs> And anyway, um, they named it for me. I oh, guess. okay. I didn't name it. They named it for me. My, my grandma and grandpa appeared and mm. such. But anyway, her hair was like a knots. She was kind of a tall dog. She a dog <laughs> doll. <laughs> I think she was like a sixteen inch doll. And then oh. she had long black hair. But her hair, I had decided that it needed to be cut. Sure. <laughs> so I kind of cutted it and stuff. And oh god, it she she was so <laughs> ugly. Oh god, she was ugly. And so she got nicknamed Horrible Hannah. And so her, horrible Hannah. And I, I asked my sisters, whatever happened yeah, to Horrible Yeah, did you pass Hannah? it down? You could no, share that yeah, with your yeah. grandkids. <laughs> but no, no I, nobody could remember what happened to that mm. doll. And mom and dad, everybody's gone, so I don't know what I happened I better to have the doll Hannah. I was obsessed with. I hope my mom's... I mean, I dragged that doll everywhere. Oh, really? What kind it, was it? Just like a baby doll. Nothing okay. fancy or didn't did do anything. Hair, but or just No bald. Like it was, yeah, yeah just, but just I dragged it every, did you know, really? that doll everywhere. Wow. So wow. Yeah, no, it's it's... You know, you definitely become a little kid again. So anyway, when you have little kids to be yeah, around. Yeah, I bet. Okay, what is the average size of a clown's feet? Is it 10, 14, 18 double E, or 26 triple E? The average size of clown feet. Give a call. What you do to me, hot diggity, dumb diggity. Right. Hey, we're getting close to the end. We all... Um, uh, so if you got a question, give a holler. Otherwise, I won't be here till next week. 651-641-1071. And remember that if you missed the show or you've been, you know, want to hear all my past podcasts and such, you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to the Katie Canine Show, and you can see all the past show and today's show if you want information. Also, too, remember all the shows here on uh, 107, we all on the show page have podcasts so you can listen to us anytime you choose. Isn't that cool? I have no idea how to listen to a podcast, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> what is the average size of a clown's feet? 10, 14, 18, double E, 26, triple E. Uh, 26, triple E. Ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> 26, triple E. There you go. All set. Yeah, actually, it's four E's there. Not triple. It's four Z's. Four Z's? Four, no, four oh. E's. Oh, Four E's. e's. <laughs> It's four E's, so it's 26 plus four E's. Okay. It's like, wow. No one hardly walk on there. Huh. Oh, well. Um, yeah, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Now, uh, now, we were supposed to get, I didn't realize this. I don't watch much news. And I, I didn't yeah, either. And I don't, uh, I guess next week the 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 weather is supposed to bottom. Like the high is supposed to be 20. Oh, <laughs> I, it's got, had to take a turn it, at some I point. Know. Well, look at this November. What yeah. is it? Fifth. And then now we're supposed to have 60 degree weathers again, you know, this week. So anyway, <clears throat> the biggest thing that I see in the, uh, is when people are cold, they overdress their dog. The dog has got 
fat in their body, so usually way too much fat in the body, and then they got their fur coat, and then people go put sweaters on and these parka jackets, and I know they look cute, but folks, don't overdress the dogs. And then you take them out for like a 10-mile walk, and you wonder why the dog is like slowing down and slowing down. It may seem brisk to you. Yeah. Because now I'm not a, uh, what do you call it, a freeze baby? You may, I literally, I will go, I'll have a, a shirt on and then a sweatshirt, hold a sweatshirt on, and it's like 20 out to 20 degrees out, and I'm fine. Oh, you're fine. Not me. Not me. Yeah, I don't like to be cold. And then I'm running around with a, you know, with a sweatshirt and, you know, shirt underneath that. And my, if I go to my girlfriend's, and she's like, like, Nanook of the North. She's got three, you know, and then a big parka jacket. I mean, that's how my aunt is. It's, it's like, scarves Lord. above. So above don't, scarves. Yeah. <laughs> don't dress your dogs like you are. They're a whole different being here, okay? They got, they are, first of all, they got, already they got fur. So people have a tendency to overdress their dogs. So, you know what, they... Do a lot better, you know, without, you know, obviously if you got low riders like doxies that don't have a coat, yeah, then their tummies need to be covered and such. But there again, don't put like major parka jackets on them and stuff like that. You know, put your hand between the dog and the sweater. And if it's like really, really, really warm, they might be overheating. They don't, remember, they don't sweat. They don't get sweat. Like if we start sweating, our, our hair gets, you know, wet. So we know, oh, we're a little bit too hot or our cheeks get rosy. So the, the dogs don't do that. So you've got to make sure, because it's really hard for them to get like overheated walking outside and then um, come inside to a to warm house and you take everything off and then going back out to the cold weather and going back and forth. So the whole thing, you've got to pay attention because uh, I just see too many people way, way overdressing their dogs. Yeah, I know it's cute. I get it. I, did, I, you know, I had a couple outfits for Ethel and a couple outfits um, for Gilligan. You know, had his Viking shirt, of course. But uh, the thing is, is that, uh, no, we didn't. Uh, I, I, I gauged the weather accordingly, and I could tell. I could pick them up and feel them, and they, they were warm. They weren't shaking. So they were just fine. So, you know, keep moving. If, they, if you were just going to have them stand on a corner for a half hour, then you need a little bit more because you're not moving and, and creating circulation. So you just have to be, you know, you know, positive on this, okay? You got to think. Don't dress them because you're dressed like Nanook that you have to dress your dog like Nanook. They already have a fur coat. You don't, okay? Okay, who's up? All right, we have Katie on the line, and her dog it doesn't like to go potty outside. Ah, hi, Katie. Hi. Good name, good name. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog do you have? So it's a miniature schnoodle, so okay. like half miniature schnauzer, half yep. miniature poodle. Yep, you bet. And how old? Yeah, and tw- um, she's a year and a half. Okay, and how long have you had her? Um, we've had her since she was eight weeks old. Oh, okay. So okay. we've, I mean, we think it's the changing seasons. In the summer, it seems like she, oh, yeah, now she's but then all of a sudden it gets cold one day mm-hmm. and she just will not go outside. Yeah. And we've tried putting a little coat on her and everything and it's just, it's well, just really frustrating. Yeah, believe it or not, I learned that with my Ethel, my three pounder, and then Gilligan, the 10 pounder. When I, because I thought in my head, well, geez, you know, it's kind of windy out there and a little bit cold. I should put a jacket on them. And if when I had a jacket on, they did not potty. I took that jacket off, and they didn't ding ding, and they were right back in the house. So don't worry about the jacket, okay? The main okay. thing is to get them out of, like, um, like I would build a kind of like a shovel an area that when they went into they had the the snow. You know, kind of created a wind block for them. So if you make some kind of a wind block, even with boards or something, if we don't get enough snow, so because usually the snow, I mean, the the wind comes from the northwest, I think. Okay, during the winter months. Okay, so if they can black block so that the opening is from the south, 
but there's walls so that they, you know, you're kind of creating that buffer. That will help a lot. But okay, so now, and that's very typical for small dogs. They, oh, it's cold. It's like, oh, too bad, too sad. We have to go. So you bring them out to that potty spot, you know, put them in that potty spot, go potty, go potty, you know, have them on a leash so they can't run. Go potty. Now, at first, they, it will take you. Have you ever taught the dog what potty is called and where it goes? Yeah, so she kind of knows. She's very smart, and she knows. Like, she'll run out, and she'll pee, and then she'll be like, okay, I'm done, and we'll say to her over and over, like, nope, go potty. And so she'll go back down the stairs, you know, into the yard. Yep. And we have a big dog, too, and he's, I mean, he's eight, so he knows what he's doing. Yep. But she doesn't even care. Yep. You know what I mean? What he's doing, it's not his influence. She'll just come back up the stairs, and, I mean, it just takes forever every time. We let her out. <laughs> okay, but see what's happening. You didn't tell her. You taught her to be a putzer. When you're teaching yeah. a dog to go potty, it's the maximum time a uh, Minnesota dog is outside at one time for potty is two minutes. You take her out in a 15 foot line. You stand still. Go potty. Go potty. Or get busy. Get busy. And then when she goes, good potty. Very nice. Stay very calm. Good potty. You want her to understand what potty is called and where it goes. Two minutes. Let's say okay. first thing in the morning, you always get a piddle and a doo doo. So for yeah. let's say in two minutes you and she just gives you a, a piddle. Well, let's say she does a piddle because it's cold and she comes racing back. Okay, fine. Okay, bring her back in the house. Okay, wait a minute. Take her back outside. Try it again. Now, do you kennel her at all? Um. Yeah, she usually kennels at night and when we're gone. Okay, good. Um, okay, so then yeah. in the morning then, uh, let's say you're, you're you know outside. You just got a piddle, no doo-doo. Okay, now when she comes in, you're going to put her in the kennel and now you're going to feed her. All right. So then at 10 minutes after she gets done eating, open the kennel, take the bowl out, take her out to the potty spot, stand still, don't walk around, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. 10 to 1, when you when something goes in the front door, something comes out the back door. Okay? okay. And so then she, you probably will get another piddle at another, and then your doo-doo for that morning then. But then, the, now let's say she did, for some reason, she didn't do the doo-doo. Okay, now she has no right to be free in the house because you know it's there. She just chooses not to give it to you when you want it. So then she's either going to be in her kennel or she's going to be at a leash tied to you. And then maybe okay. in about 15, 20 minutes, you're going to take her back out, try it again. Go potty. On those weather and climate days, snowy, windy, rainy, cold, you know, or cold, you got to take them out more often and you do not give them freedom in the house. Okay, okay. so that you don't have to worry about, ah, oh, I knew she was going to do that. I knew that. Well, then why did you give her the freedom in the house? <laughs> and so that's and Don't be afraid to use her kennel. It's no big deal. All right. She's going to be fine if you have to do, you know, stuff where you can't have her tied to you or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Then you can also have the leash on and have she has to stay in the same room as you. All right. Okay. And yeah. then she tries to leave the room. Ah, uh-uh, get back here. Okay, but the worst thing you could do is take them out too often. That's what a lot of people do. They don't learn to hold it and, you know, and, and, and get bladder control if you take them out too often. And so that's what you have to work. Teach them what it's called, where it goes. You are watching it. I know some people have the luxury of a fenced-in yard. You know, they just pop and club, but they, you know, they get out, the dog gets out there and like, oh, look at that over there. Look at this over there. Look at that. They they squirted enough to just take the pressure off, but they actually didn't empty their tanks. So now you call yeah. them in, figuring they've been out there for 45 minutes. It's all done. They come in to get relaxed and guess what? Boom. There it is. <laughs> yep. And so that's why you just have to learn to teach her what it's called, where it goes, and not know know how she processes her stuff. And if you know she's in due 
and she's not giving it to you, well, then she's in her kennel until she finally does. Okay? Okay. But then okay. create a windbreak, though, like uh, um, either wait till snow so you can jam it into the, the boards into that, but some kind of snow, weather thing where the, it's not so much not it covered, it's the sides so they can't be blowing when they're out there, okay? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank Good you. luck. You betcha. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I love that name, Snoodle. I think that's so funny. Dogs should be named that, a Snoodle, not a breed, Snoodle. Actually, Snoodle is a mutt. It's not a... It's not a breed. So there. <laughs> okay, who's up next? Well, do you want to run down? Oh, let's run a break. break. Okay. Okay, where am I? I'm around here someplace. Okay, this is the last trivia question of the day, I think. Okay. Originally, Swiss shepherds yodeled to do what? Make extra money? Frighten away wolves? Order food? Communicate with their domesticated animals and each other? We'll be back. Hello, hello. Okay, here we're winding down the hour. Originally, Swiss shepherds yodeled to do what? Make extra money, frighten away wolves, order food, communicate with their domesticated animals and each other. Uh, the first one. <laughs> Make extra money? <laughs> the Swiss yodelers. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> it is D, communicate with their domesticated animals and each other. Now, I don't understand, like, unless their yodeling was a form of whistling. You know what I mean? You sure, know how like some people command. whistle for their dogs you sure. know, to get them to come? That the dog learned to come, like, on yodel, but with the yodel instead of a whistle? But, uh, so anyway, and then I can understand, yeah, see, to me, that would be just communication instead of whistling. They yodeled. Who is it? Leanne, Leanne Rhymes had that song, Blue. Remember that? Blue, Blue? yes. That was, she has that yodel in there? Yeah. Oh, been a while since I've heard that very song. Pretty, yes. Very pretty song. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we're down, down to the wire, so who do we got? We're we going to try squeeze them in. Yeah, Jody's on the line. Okay. Hey, Jody. Hi. Hi. What can we do for you? So I have an eight-year-old female cat, and she was diagnosed with diabetes in, like, April, and we have her meds under control, but when she goes number two, it is, like, super-duper-duper stinky. Yeah, okay. Uh, is it soft? Is it runny? Is it hard? What? It's pretty soft. It can. It's not runny, but it's kind of diarrhea-y sometimes. sometimes. Majority of the time it makes it into the box, but sometimes it's outside of the box area. Okay, now what did you say she got diagnosed with? IBS? Um, diabetes. Oh, diabetes. Okay. Okay, now do you have her, uh, I suppose you got a special specialty feed, right? Yep, yep, the DM. Yep, okay, and it's dry, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay, now let's think about this. Now, I'm not a doctor, okay? Okay, the dry food is 50% to 60% carbs. What do uh-huh. carbs turn into? Sugar. What do diabetes not need? Sugar. Okay, so to me, I've had a lot of luck with people, and I learned this a while back with a gal that we used to have on the show, is that um, if you take this cat, put him totally on a raw diet or a grain and or a grain free canned food, that will bring her numbers down. Now, was she just uh, just diagnosed with diabetes? Uh, no, like in April. OK, well, that's kind of just believe it or process, not. I've yeah. seen cats totally get off of insulin by changing their diet. And you may say, well, why don't the vets do this? 
don't let me go down that road. I just he want told you. Me, Arv, that's good. He's told me that that's an option. Okay. We've talked about that. Yeah. And, and so, well, that's good. And so that's yeah, why really you do that. best to get them off the dry food, number one, because it's just like in our world, okay, our doo-doos, what we eat, stink, right? Or if we're not feeling good, they stink, correct? And so uh-huh. that's why by changing the food up, okay, um, I will definitely help this matter, all right? And then okay. what other kind of what other do you give her? Obviously, the insulin and the food. Do you give her anything else on the side? Nope. She is a really finicky cat. She won't take treats or anything. Okay, good. Uh, so yep. I, yeah, but so that's what I would do is I would go to the grain free canned food. Stay away from chicken uh, because most cats have had too much chicken in their lives and they get a chicken allergy. Uh, you know, Nutrisource has got six cans of grain free canned foods that do not have chicken in them. And so okay. I would start rotating my, my cat into those. And there's going to be some she does, you know, you take a little bit of the uh, the can, let's say a half a teaspoon of the can, and then uh, put mix it, you know, uh, just put it on the side, mix it with a little bit of the dry on the side. And then eventually uh-huh. what's going to happen is she's going to start, you know, a little bit, and then you put a little bit more, and pretty soon there's more and more canned, less and less uh, dry. Some cat, dog cats, if you just put a little bit of warm water with a grain-free can, and you know, maybe start out with a tablespoon. They'll lap it right yeah. up. Cats lick their food. They don't chew their food. And so that's why, uh, and cats love to, you know, be lick, and they like gravy and warm. So you can transition a cat that doesn't want to get off a dry into the can quicker is what you can do. Okay. And make a little bit of gravy. But, but, is there a possibility it's like a bigger medical issue? No. I'd say it's that's because she's on, she's on, well, her food isn't, if you look at the ingredients of the food, Okay, right yeah. there will tell you a lot of why her sticking. Okay. Now, has it just started or has it just gotten worse? No, it's gotten worse. Yeah, yeah it's kind of been bad the whole time, even yeah. since the diabetes. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why, like I say, I would change the food. And I can almost guarantee you because we are what we eat as far as what we burp and what we poop. is <laughs> what yeah. smells we emit. <laughs> so yeah. I would change the food before you start doing any kind of tests. But then also okay. you're going to have her read. Once she's on good grain-free canned foods, she's been on it for about three weeks. I would mm-hmm. have her numbers redone. Okay? okay. And I bet you any amount of money you're going to have to lower that dose of uh, okay. of the uh, insulin. Okay. But yeah, right. I always I can almost guarantee you because that specialty diet for diabetic cats. If you read the label, you read the ingredients, you'll understand a lot. So, okay, okay kiddo. Awesome. Well, good luck. Thank keep, you. Keep me posted. Bye bye. Yeah, folks. If you got a diabetic dog, diabetic uh, cat, get them on raw, grain free, freeze dried. Uh, you know what I mean. Don't give them things that carbs turned into sugar. Don't give them any carbs. That's a no brainer. All right. Okay. One more quote. What do we got? Okay. Let's take a question. Okay. We have Kim on the line. Hey, Kim. Hi, Katie. I've got a big question for you. Big question. Okay. I do. I have a two-year-old rat terrier. Okay. Name Ozzy. He's Ozzie. a male. Okay. Um, I've been having a lot of trouble with him at the dog park. He gets along with every single dog. He plays all different kind of breeds. But what he does do that is concerning is he always goes after unneutered males. Uh-huh. And he's very aggressive. He doesn't yeah. hurt them, uh-huh. but he gets on top of them. He's growling ferociously. He mm. doesn't bite them, but he they always, you know, roll over for him and they always submit to him. But how do I get him to stop doing that? Uh, don't go to dog parks. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, but the thing is, is that you know he's going to get himself killed. Is what he's going to do. He's going to do it to the wrong dog, and you can't, you cannot interfere. You're putting him in that situation that he has to deal with it, and this is the way he's dealing with it. The best thing you can do is that he has a a couple of good friends that you can get together with. Somebody's got a fenced-in backyard, or you go to a tennis court, block off the sides, or now they're, most of them are pickle courts. But anyway, where if you want him to run or play or interact, such like that. Okay, dog mm-hmm. parts are scary because at any given time there could be a dog that comes there that's not normally there and then all of a sudden all hell's breaking loose and then now you got a dead dog or a hell, uh, hefty you know vet bill and see mm-hmm. i am not a dep- opponent of of dog parts i i whatever did we do without dog parts i'll tell you what we did we got together with family friends t- uh, that have dogs and that our dogs got along and we would visit while they played and that's the then you don't have the dogs know each other there's not a new dog coming into the situation stirring the pot and now your dog and the thing is is the older the dog gets from six months let's say to uh, about two years old it's like party time okay and so it's like okay we're having fun but he's gonna push one dog wrong way and all of a sudden because he's so little it can just a blink blink of an eye he's gone okay so now the thing is is the older he gets two and a half three all of a sudden it's not a party anymore they're getting crabby and cranky where they used to enjoy the part somewhat um that now they're being more pushy with other dogs and more cranky and they're going to trip somebody's button that's going to say you what and then come flying back at them because like i say I, I always equate it with like okay when we were young and we were 18 well i could drink when i was 18 okay i'm not from that era okay so i've got to go out you spend out all night at the bars you come in take a shower you haven't even gone to bed you get dressed and you go to work okay when you get to be about 22 yeah you stay out to two o'clock in the morning okay you get to be about 27 28 it's like yeah i may i'll come back uh, maybe 11 one o'clock you know and so then we get to 30 it's like you know i think i'm gonna sit home with a bag of popcorn and a movie we're not into partying as we get older we've been there done that and we don't like the busyness anymore and that's what happens to dogs that used to love it when they were smaller and luckily they didn't or not smaller younger uh and at that time luckily they didn't get snarked at or get into a fight okay they're uh, they had a good guardian angel but then the older they get you start seeing them getting more pushy more gnarly more um flying off the handle quicker because they don't want to party anymore they're content to just do things with you or dogs that they know and so that's what i would strongly suggest because you can't control that once you turn them loose in that park you know you know you've lost your control all right. right. It's always unneutered males. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know because they emit a smell, and one of those unneutered males, what's going to happen is going to take him out because then he, let's say he's unneutered males when they start raising their legs on a regular basis. Okay, that means the hormones have done the flip flop, and they're a man. And so the longer that the, the some do- male dogs have a higher testosterone rate, which they become more cockier and less tolerant. All right. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden, just one bite, shake, all done. Now, leave me alone. Well, yeah, you will forever because he's dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So, but with the younger intact males, like under two, you know, they're not that, that they haven't be, that the testosterone hasn't taken over yet. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, and some think with it and some are fine. I know unneutered males that you never knew they were not neutered because they don't, they're not thinking with that. They don't have enough. But just kind of like in the human world, some guys have more and some guys have less. Gotcha. <laughs> some are carky, then, some are not. <laughs> yeah. And then one quick question about the, uh, the jacket wearing that you were seeing before. So he is, you know, he's got that short fur. Yep. 
So, and I, I typically on days like today, we'll put a little sweater on them, like if it's below 50 degrees, and you're no, thinking that's don't. probably too much. Oh, way too much. The only time you want to even think about a sweater is like when it's maybe, you know, 10 degrees, zero, then think about a sweater, okay? Even with his short fur? You bet. That's what God gave him fur. They're pretty, okay. it's, pretty, it's pretty, it's not, it doesn't look dense, but it's good. Okay, okay take care. So Bye-bye. Much. Hey, y'all, get out there and vote. Thank you for listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon. Go Vikings. We're behind 10 to 7, but we'll get there. Have a great week.